The views and opinions of today's broadcast are not necessarily the views and opinions of the TJRS radio network. Thank you for being a loyal listener and enjoy the show. Online radio at its best. You are listening to the TJRS radio network. You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Good morning and welcome to the serious side of the Jay Rouse Show, the show where we discuss politics, social issues affecting people of color, and every now and then a little comedy as well. Now here's your host, Jay Ryle. Thank you for the wonderful introduction and good morning. Today is January 22nd, 2023, and here are the topics that will be discussed on this week's edition of the serious side of the Jay Rao Show. We have to stay strong and we have to fight, and frankly, uh, you better hope that a certain person wins the election in 2024. We reject this woke ideology. We will never surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. I will answer the question, but here's the deal. You know, what quite frankly bugged me is that we have a serious problem here. The American people don't quite understand why you don't ask me questions about that. Twitter in Britain exploded Wednesday after President Obama's post-election speech with people calling for him to rule across the pond. Online radio at its best. Dear Lord, thank you for the breath in my lungs this morning. Thank you for waking me up and giving me another chance at this life. Thank you for this warm cup of coffee and the roof over my head. I'm sorry, God, for anything that I take for granted on a daily basis. Please posture my heart to see all the good in today. I pray that you would protect me, replacing anxiety with peace and worry with your joy. Blanket me in your strength as you fight battles for me. I pray that you would open doors that need to be opened and slam shut the ones that you need closed. I pray for my heart that it would seek refuge in you before anything else. Lord, please make me a vessel for your kingdom. And if things don't go as planned, please remind my heart that your plan is far greater. Let my eyes see and my ears hear your voice today. Amen. 347-850-1272 is the call-in number. 347-850-1272. It's a serious island on a beautiful Sunday. Glad you guys are here. Once again, my name is Jay Ryle. I never, and I never, ever share the stage by myself. Let me introduce you to uh, the players from the Himalayas. Uh, oh, my God, this is a surprise. My big sis uh, is in the house, Miss Vanessa Mae Belly and the Macanellis here. And, of course, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S is in the place to be as well. Let's say good morning to Vanessa. Good morning, Vanessa. How are you? Good morning, good-looking people. How y'all doing? Good morning, Les. Ah, Mr. Elias is in the place to be. Good morning to you as well, Mr. Elias. Man, good morning. How are you? Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to you. And good morning, next song. Good morning, Marianne Music. Oh, good morning, Will J. Oh, good morning, Mama B. Oh, good morning, good sister. Oh, good morning, Kathleen Williams. Good morning, my brother Hawking. Good morning, my brother Jerome. There we go. See, now we're starting to get our sea legs back. Speaking of sea legs, I assumed you were on the seven seas this morning. I, now, I did not expect you here this morning. Are you, are you like, out in the ocean somewhere? What's going on? What's your status, big sis? That's us. No, 
Thank Jesus. I'm excited this morning. Praise God. Um, I am getting dressed to get on the Raw Caribbean, Allure of the Seas, um, the big ship that has a boardwalk like New York in the middle of the ship. So it's got a carousel and zip lining and a dry slide and I'm going to take some pictures and send them to y'all. And my balcony faces all of that instead of water. And then this ship has, uh, it has three neighborhoods, the four neighborhoods. And the other neighborhood is called Central Park. So their, their rooms face like a park with benches and trees and flowers. And you walk through there and birds are twiddling. So it's called Central Park. And then they have another neighborhood that's like a water park-like area. So this ship is so big. Jay, it's probably about... Mm, four times, three at least bigger than the ship that me that we were all on. And so my friend Helen, the one who was helping me at the party, her and her husband have never been on a Royal Caribbean ship. So when I tell you she's excited, oh my God, she is excited. So we yeah, will be on it until next Sunday because they're carnival people. So now they're fixing to get to see how the other folks uh, cruise. So this is my. Tenth time on Raw Caribbean, and I've been on Carnival twenty two times, and then wow. so that's not yeah. <laughs> you have more sea miles than most sailors. I just uh, I'm wow. I'm oh, that's not flabbergasted. That's not even finished. And I've got you know I've got my my time on Norwegian because Norwegian is what we're going to do the two week cruise going to Europe in uh, yeah. April. So. Yeah, I, you know, I really like cruising. Um, I just really like cruising. <laughs> I do. Smokey I do. Robinson made a song about it. You want to hear it? Here you go. All right. Well, that's, uh, Whoa, that's have interesting. Have y'all ever that's... heard of the play? Jay, have y'all ever heard of the play Mamma Mia that's in New York? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a play in New York called Mamma Mia. Okay, they're on the ship. Wow. They're going to be on the ship. So we're booked for to see the play Mamma Mia. It comes with, we don't have to pay for it. It's included. And we've got an ice skating show reserved that's on there. I mean, Royal Caribbean is Carnival is the party ship. Royal Caribbean is the bougie ship. Okay. Wow. Well, uh, thank you, uh, Vanessa, for that breakdown. I, I tell you, Mr. Elias, I, I will be concerned about being on something that big. But, you know, hey, man, I mean, that's just too much. I'm, I'm thinking, okay, no, but, you know, listen. Water, you're not what do you mean? What do you mean you would be concerned I mean, it's just, that big? That's, that's big. That's huge. I just would be concerned. That's huge. That's a lot of weight. Uh, but, hey, listen, modern no, technology. That's, and that's a lot more lifeboats. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. There you go. That's All right. Well, well, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention what happened in California. Ten people killed. Uh, you know, man, I tell you, Mr. Elias, this whole thing uh, with gun violence is at an all-time high. And I was talking to someone the other day. And I said, I just don't understand how people think that they have the authority and the right to take someone else's life. And I just said, my God, this is, you know, you don't like me, then I'm going to shoot you. It's just ridiculous, man. Your thoughts on what uh, what happened uh, overnight, actually, in uh, California? Well, you know, they, today, in today's society, people don't seem to care about people, period, man. You know, you can look at them and, you know, there's, there's, there's you know, 
the care for people, the country is going in a direction that uh, is un- unprecedented, man. It's unbelievable that the care and concern that we don't have for people. And, and, and it's been blowing all along, man. I just hate that it's, it, it's come to this. I just wish to God that we had more care and concern about our fellow man. What happened last night? Well, go ahead, Mr. Elias. I don't know what happened last night. Well, from my, oh, I've just seen the bits and pieces of it. That gunman shot, shot 10 people, man, and killed them. Yeah, it was at a oh, fest wow. in uh, California. Ten people, you know, uh, multiple people injured, uh, ten people killed. Uh, you know, the gunman is still at large. No one knows where this individual is, where this coward is. Anybody um, checking them? Are they okay? I don't think it's where them are located. But, uh, you know, that's okay. that's a good, good looking out. We probably need to reach out and see if they're okay, because obviously I'm not familiar with California like that. But, you know, once again, it's just the fact that it's tragic. Uh, these people feel that they can just take out a gun and just shoot people and then run like cowards. Um, it's just disgusting uh, what we're hearing uh, in the news, uh, what's even happening in some of our cities. You know, every morning when I wake up, uh, you know, they're talking about gun shootings in Houston. Now, you know, there are parts of Houston that I would never hang out in, but it really doesn't matter. Uh, because those people have cars, <laughs> and they can travel to your side of town. And so it's just Hallelujah. it's just unfortunate. Yeah. It's just unfortunate. And, you know, we just have to, you know, pray and, you know, stay ready and just continue to pray for, for peace and, you know, for all our people, listeners who are out in California, you know, definitely want to, you know, the real Diddy and all those guys, man, we just hope that, you know, everything, everybody's okay. Um, once again, not really familiar with, the geography and, you know, where things are located in California. But, you know, once again, just want to, you know, pray for the families of these people as well who have uh, lost their lives. Just a tragic situation. Just imagine getting up, going outside, or say, hey, I'm going to go hang out at a concert tonight, not knowing that you may not come home. And, uh, you know, that's the reality in which we live. You just never know uh, when some idiot is amongst you. And when you have these states, especially in Texas, that are allowing people just to walk around here like it's the wild, wild west. Even though this happened in California, still, I mean, people can just walk around with guns. And, you know, people always say that laws, you know, it's like when people talk about cars. They say, well, you know, car door locks are are only meant to keep honest people honest because if they want your car, they're going to take it, no matter what type of security you have on it. So, you know, just uh, just pray for those families and, you know, we'll continue to report on these things as we get this information. All right, uh, new information on Ron, uh, not Ron, but new information on Ron Santos. Now, Vanessa, there's yeah. a video floating wow. around of this guy was in drag. Nothing's wrong being a drag queen, don't get me wrong. But, you know, <laughs> every day something new comes out about this guy. And it's amazing how back in the old days, we talked about this on this show. I remember when Gary Hart took a picture with a girl sitting on his lap and it derailed his presidential run back in the day. These people, it really doesn't matter. What say you? Once again, Ron, Ron Santos, drag queen, now he's, den- he's denying this, saying it wasn't me. But when you look at the video, it is him. And then he not only dressed in drag, but now he's supporting. And here's the reason why it's hypocrisy. 
He's supporting all these laws against transgender people. But then here is the, the kicker. Then the guy set up an alias under his middle and last name, I think it was. Oh, I don't know where he got the name from. But anyway, to help dogs, people who have issues with dogs, set up a fund. Navy veterans' dog had cancer. He collected $3,000 yep. for the guy and then didn't even give him the money and just put it in his pocket. I mean, this is crazy. What say you, Vanessa? You know what I say about that? What do you, you say, know about, what I say that? about that? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, you know what? When it came out that he was dressed in drag, Bobby said, "We need to put him on that Virgin Voyager TV commercial for the cruise ship." Put him on that what? Oh. That well, you know we should do. commercial for cruises. <laughs> that Virgin, that, that commercial that's for Virgin Cruise Lines with all adult oh. cruises where no children are allowed. Oh, okay. And if you look at the commercial, they got drag queens yeah. on there. So Bobby's what? like, you need to just put that guy on the commercial with those drag queens. And I, I didn't even know the guy was dressed like that. I thought he was hilarious. Oh you know my what? god. You know what? This is what I don't get. This guy is constantly lying about stuff. Something comes up. And he's still a senator, a congressman, or whatever the hell. He's still in office, an electoral person. Well, I mean, we know why. Self, why, isn't, why isn't he in jail? That's stuff. Oh, well, you, you can't throw it. You know, you know, you have to have investigations, Mr. Elias, and, and there are pending investigations on this guy. You know, that's not only here, not only here, but in Brazil. You know, the whole freshman class from New York wants him gone, uh, and they were all Republicans. So I just think it's just a matter of time. You know, I thought Mr. Elias, basically, after seeing him in drag, I thought he could play – you know, a part in, in Eddie Murphy's, you know, in Harlem Nights too. Remember the guy with the rose in his mouth playing the Morocco's? <laughs> Bad luck. Hey. Real quick, man. Uh, Jack just called in, and I thought we, we wanted to talk to her and see how she's doing. So Jackie's on the line. Oh well, well. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning, Jackie. What's happening? How are you? On this and happy New Year. It's the first time we yeah, spoke to you sorry. in a minute. How are you doing? Yeah, sorry. This I know I'm real late with the Happy New Years and all that good stuff, but yeah, it's okay. This one just Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I thought yeah, about I you when you thought about Cali, because you know I I be trying to check out check in on you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm uh, I'm still I'm still in Atlanta. And it, really? Why? You got family there? No, I. There? Yeah. It, you know, I came initially for film festival park vacation, but I decided. Oh, wow. What What am I going back to Cali for? Things have been dead. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, did I miss something? Whoa, 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 whoa. Did I, did I, did I, did I wow. miss something? What happened? Yeah, I'm now in Atlanta. I'm now officially in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Congratulations. You and uh, uh, Princess Odelia, have you found her yet? 
Oh, I didn't are even you, know she was are, are, here. Are, are I had no idea. For, don't worry about it. Just, don't, don't worry about no, it. No, I, I didn't know she was here. I didn't know she was here. I didn't know. Every, everybody yeah, in the United here. States. But, yeah, I've been here. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I came here on November the 3rd. Like I said, initially came for a film festival and part vacation. I was supposed to be back in California on the 14th, on November the 14th. But and that ended up not happening. Well, well, Jackie, you know, in the spirit of my birthday, uh, I think I told this story on the air. On my birthday, I woke up like at 1 o'clock in the morning. And uh, I looked at my phone, and it had a, it says, Memories of the J. Ryle Show. And so from 1 o'clock in, t- uh, in the morning until about 4 or 5, I listened to episodes of the J. Ryle Show from back in the day. So in the spirit of uh, listening to the J. Ryle Show on my birthday, I have a question for you. Jackie, uh, are, are you out there because you don't find you found you a brother? Come on now. You can go on and just, you know, tell us. We can, you know, big family up there. You done moved in. You done shacked up with some man. Are you living in sin? Well, that's a come. That's, uh, hopefully that'll be coming. Not not as of yet, but hopefully that's something I can eventually look forward to happening. Oh. Not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Jackie, Jackie. Uh, well, definitely the main one of the main differences, of course, is the weather. Now, this cold, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got my yeah, hands well. tore up now as I speak. I ain't used That's to the okay. cold. But, That's all uh, right. But the people, everybody, the people that I've run across and met are really, really nice. But that was the that's the been, that's been the main. It's definitely a, a difference, no question, from Kylie. But that's yeah, the main uh-huh. thing that kind of sits me over is this weather, yeah, especially one uh-huh. one like around Christmas time where when it went into the tens and twenties. Oh my God! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all oh right. Oh my God! Yeah, as soon as you find you're an African American male, a Mandinka man, all that will go away. Okay, we, we're over. We have to go. <laughs> Boy, sometimes I miss that show because Bobby would have liked you up, but I can't do it. But I'll just go back and get my nourishment from the show back in the day. Don't get started. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. You get lit up back. All righty then. Oh, man, she's threatening me. Okay, and on that note, time for an NPR news update. We'll be right back. We'll get into the heavy lifting of the show. 347 You're listening to the serious side. Thank you and thank God for you. And once again, our thoughts and prayers are out to all of those who are who were affected by not only that senseless shooting in California, but all over this great country of ours. We'll be right back after this. Don't you go anywhere. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. Ten people are confirmed dead, another ten wounded in the country's latest mass shooting. It happened last night in Monterey Park, east of Los Angeles, at a business described by authorities as a ballroom dance studio. Captain Andrew Myers with the L.A. County Sheriff's Office. When officers arrived on scene, they observed numerous individuals, patrons of the location, pouring out of the location, screaming. The uh, officers made entry to the location and located additional victims. A gunman opened fire after a Lunar New Year festival wrapped up in the area. Monterey Park is about two-thirds Asian American. The gunman is still at large. 
Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens says officials will not tolerate violence or property destruction after a peaceful protest downtown turned violent last night. From member station WABE in Atlanta, Shane Cruz has more. Six people were arrested Saturday during a protest against the construction of a public safety training facility in Atlanta known as Cop City. The protest comes days after a state trooper shot and killed a 26-year-old man at the proposed site of the training facility. At least three buildings were vandalized and one police car was set on fire. In a direct message to more people who may have been involved in the destruction, Mayor Dickens said, We will find you and we will arrest you and you will be held accountable. For NPR News, I'm Shemaine Cruz in Atlanta. More classified material has been found at President Biden's home in Wilmington, Delaware. President Biden's lawyer announced his latest search last night. It was conducted by the FBI, which found material dating back to Biden's time as a senator and as vice president. The president was not there during the search. He was in Rehoboth Beach, where he did not respond to shouted questions about Chief of Staff Ron Klain, who was reported to be preparing to leave his post. Today marks the 50th anniversary of the Roe v. Wade Supreme Court decision that legalized abortion in 1973. The court overturned that decision in a ruling last June. NPR Sarah McCammon reports abortion rights opponents say they're prepared to push for deeper restrictions in this post-Roe era. It's been almost seven months since the Supreme Court's Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization decision overturned Roe and decades of other precedent after years of effort by anti-abortion groups. When anti-abortion rights activists gathered in Washington on Friday for the annual March for Life, Republican Congressman Chris Smith of New Jersey called on them to work toward more restrictions. Thank you to Justice Alito for writing a brilliant decision, brilliant opinion. We have an engraved invitation to protect life. Meanwhile, reproductive rights advocates say they hope to put more ballot measures before voters in the coming years. Sarah McCammon, NPR News, Washington. This is NPR News. Online radio at its best. We're doing all the things that one would do to get <laughs> to get ready, um, but we're, we're still trying to figure our way through. Do I think I could be that leader? Yes, but we are still working through things, and we'll figure it out. I've never lost a race. I said that then. I still say that now. I'm not going to lose now, but stay tuned. Okay, so they sound like two interested uh, presidential aspirants. Uh, uh, right now, the only Republican who's announced for president and that he wants the job is uh, Donald Trump, who had the job. Uh, we're told that uh, President Biden himself will confirm his intentions. Sometime after the State of the Union address, no way of knowing for sure, but we do know that again on the Republican field, it could be getting quite crowded. Welcome back in 347-850-1272. It is uh, 23 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the serious side. Uh, so what we're doing this morning is we're sizing up the competition for uh, President Biden, which we think that will uh, we all think that he will announce his uh, bid to uh, you know for re-election here real soon after the State of the Union address. So we're taking a look at some of the candidates, and obviously the big. The elephant in the room is Ron DeSantos, uh, but you know the only one who has declared at this point has been Donald Trump. And so, Mr. Elias, as we begin the swing for the 2024 elections, because we're in 2023, so now everything is getting ready to start in earnest here real soon. 
Um, who, who do you think, man? Do you think Donald Trump will come out uh, as the uh, GOP nominee, or do you think there are other people in the crowd? You had Nikki Haley saying, you know, first of all, saying she's never lost an election. That's a lie. Uh, then you have, you know, you have Ron DeSantos, and we're going to talk about him during the second segment in more detail about some of the nonsense he's doing in Florida. But then you have, uh, you know, Pompeo. You have, uh, you know, the former vice president, uh, Pence from Indiana. So who do you think, Mr. Elias? Uh, give me your thoughts on the potential competition for the Democrats in the uh, upcoming 20, uh, 2024, uh, for the 2024 presidential, uh, 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 for the presidency. I think it'll be DeSantos, to be honest. Because you know, polling, Trump, po- polling, polling is not showing that it's the Santos at this point. But go ahead. Yeah, I know. It, it's, it, yeah, that's polling. But once again, I think it'll be him because Trump is running his natural course, man. And uh, people are getting tired. Trump is of what? His nonsense. He's running his course, and, he, and people are getting tired of his nonsense, man. You know, you can tell the Republican Party is getting. He's not. He's not. They're not as afraid as they were of him before, because as they were, hell, even uh, what's that, Bobright? She said, "I'm sorry, Donald Trump is my president. I love him, but I gotta go against him." And they they would have never they would have, they would have voted for the Speaker of the House because he came out and said it before. And whatever he said, they went with. But now, nah, they, I think he's losing his grip on the Republican Party. I really do. So you yeah, think, think he's losing his grip on the Republican Party? Yep, I do. I do. I do. It's, it, you know, you could tell that they didn't want him in the first place, but hell, why those 20 senators hold out, you know, against against the Kevin McCarthy after he gave marching orders to vote Kevin McCarthy in, and vote Kevin McCarthy in, and they like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I think he's losing his grip, to be honest. That's interesting. Vanessa, what do you think? Because the polling, the polls are saying something different. The polls are saying that he is still the king. He is a Donald Trump. And plus, we all know that once all these Republicans jump into the fray, what that's going to do is it's going to water it down. So that's how he was able to emerge from that group of 19 that ran back uh, for the, back in 2016. I mean, at the end of the day, if you can dilute the vote, he's still popular enough where he can still come out on top and more candidates involved in the race will certainly hurt the Santos because yeah, people who watch news and who keep up with this stuff like us knows who he is. But the average American really don't know who Ron DeSantis is. Give me your thoughts. He's a nutcase. Um, I agree with that. <laughs> I think that, um, he is, he is a nutcase. He, no, but yeah, he is. He's losing some of his power with the Republicans. Um, they, he had an event at his place in Florida. He invited the media. They right. did not show up. They did not show up. So if you can't get the media to follow you, then, you know, people are just getting sick of you. Then he just lost that case with Hillary, with, against Hillary. The judge was like, you know, I'm tired of you with these frivolous lawsuits. And so he lost that case, him and his attorney. They just got fined a million dollars, 980 thousand dollars or something for filing a frivolous lawsuit 
with Hillary. So you know what? Everybody's kind of getting sick of him. With Hillary, really what, what are you? Okay, I'm lost. What are you talking about? What? What? Uh, I know. Uh, I heard about some kids, but I didn't hear. I didn't think Hillary Clinton had anything to do with it. He filed some kind of case against uh, Hillary, saying that her, that she was fraudulent with some stuff, and uh-huh. I, and just he filed it. I guess he said he lost thing with Hillary. Whatever it was, it came across my phone that Donald uh-huh. Trump and his attorneys got fined $780,000 or something mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. a frivolous lawsuit. Oh, okay. Well, I know I heard about I heard about I heard about the fine, but I didn't know it was in conjunction with Hillary Clinton. Interesting. Wow. So, uh, so you think it's going to be Ron DeSantos too, huh? So you think Ron is going to be the man yeah. that's going to emerge from the GOP uh, no, primary? No, he's not. No, he's not. You said you agree. No, with, you said you agree with Mr. Elias. But I'm saying he's not going to emerge. Is what I'm saying. I'm sorry. He's not coming back. He's not. He's not going to come back from this. He still got the people. She she agreed with me that Trump was losing his. uh, Oh, that's what she agrees with. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying that he still has a few people, Jay, um, that Mm -hmm. think that he's king, and they're going to ride it. So that they can get some votes or stay within their people because, you know, they want their people that's following them because they like Trump. But I just don't think that you don't even see anything with his kids, his daughter, her clothing line, her jewelry. You don't hurt. Not, you don't see none of that thing about her comes across my telephone. Nothing, nothing, nothing. They are buried. Nothing. I just and don't you that. think. The reason why they're buried is because he's not popular anymore. I guess I'm trying to put it together. Because he's not popular, and then you got some people that realize that he doesn't have as much money and stuff as he's lying saying that he has. And now that the tax records are out that he paid seven hundred and fifty dollars in taxes, but he came when he first started. He said. It takes a smart person not to have to pay income tax. Okay, well, do you know how many folks is pissed off because they still owe the IRS, and here you are ain't even paying the IRS? So people sick of him. I got his book from Bob Woodard that was written uh, on Trump, so I sent it to my right. friend yesterday. My Republican Trump friend tapes. yesterday. Is that, is that the one you're talking about, said. the Trump tapes? What'd they say? What'd they say? Guess what my friend Oh, Bob Woodard is not. Uh, you can't believe what he says. <laughs> I said, "You gonna read the book?" I said, "But here's the book," because I had his book. Yeah, yeah and the book contains. Well, and I don't know what the book says, but I know that you know when he was promoting the book, they played tapes of him. And this is the thing that gets me about this guy. He can say stuff, oh, you you know, you, you can't believe everything. And listen, there's some validity to that because I remember I saw in video where they were showing President Obama talking, but it was the voice of, uh, was it Peel, one of those two guys uh, that make those movies, the two brothers, the comedy team that made uh, Get Out, the producer, that guy, it was his voice, even though he didn't sound like President Obama to me. But at the end of the day, some people could be fooled by that. It's amazing how, you know, uh, the way technology allows you to do something. I was watching something the other day when I was doing some research for the show, and they showed this lady talking and 
you know, laughing and, and, and all this stuff. And they say, you know what, that person, she's not even real. I'm like, oh, my God, it looks like a she blue-eyed, blonde white girl. That's not a real person. I'm like, what? How is that even possible? But it is, in the, in, you know, in, in, the, uh, in the world we live in right now. So, Jackie, I didn't ask you, um, who do you think is going to be the GOP uh, primary representative? Who's going to be the representative for the GOP uh, for the 2024 presidential campaign? Uh, well, I really don't know. I pray that it ain't no dang Trump. <laughs> well, no, actually, you should pray that it is Trump. Oh, because because the numbers show that President Biden sweeps the floor with him. So people, yeah, people, yeah. So people are saying we we don't want Trump. Yeah, we do want Trump to be the representative. Go ahead, Jackie. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, well, I I guess like you said, looking at it that way, I guess. But sorry, I just had enough to take him for one lifetime. But. I think I'm in agreement with uh, DeSantis that I don't think nobody would really, really going to take him all that serious. But but that would be the only benefit to have Trump run to, I guess, have an easy win like that, I guess. But sorry, I just had enough of him for one lifetime. I just don't want to see his face. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well. For real. I mean, the, G- well, the I whole, we all agree with the, that. The whole mm-hmm. of the GOP is laughable to me, but okay. Well, I agree with you. I, I think that when we look at, you know, the way it's all set up, it, we we just – here's the thing that gets me, and, and you know, and DeSantos, you know, and, and he is really the one that everybody – he's the one that's pulling on the king's uh, – He's the one, according to a lot of, you know, you listen to political pundits, he's the one that's really tugging on the king's cape. And, you know, but some of the outlandish stuff he says, Mr. Elias, I remember when, you know, Florida was hit by that hurricane and, you know, they were doing news conferences and he was up speaking and I was scared. I said, my God, he sounds like he has sense. I said, listen to this guy. He sounds coherent. He's saying all the right things. I'm like, man, if he acts this way, if he continues to do this, then people are going to be looking at him like, wow. But once again, he showed who he is. And I don't want to spend a lot of time with him because we're going to talk about that guy really in detail coming up in the next segment. The white boots threw me off. Say what? That's what got The white boots threw me off, man. (laughs) I, he had the white boots on. I was like, okay, dude, something's wrong. All right. So, so I disagree with you, you all. I think that Mike Pence is probably the well. Let me let me let me uh, let me back up because I asked who who you think is going to come out the, the primary. I don't think Mike yeah. Pence is going to come out the primaries because a lot of Trump's people hate Mike Pence. But if Mike Pence did make it through the primaries, he's the one. That scares me out of all the folks that are talking about running. I'm not worried about uh, Pompeo. No one knows who the hell he is. He'll lose. Uh, Nikki Haley, you know, I, I don't know what her getup is. She's a, 
you know, she's a troll, and I can automatically see how she's going to try to, you know, um, try to appease black people by saying, hey, you know, I, you know, I had Confederate monuments removed in South Carolina. Uh, you know, I had us change the flag. You know, so she'll come up with something to try to appease black folks. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think she's a loser. Um, DeSantos, uh, the person that makes me nervous, if he gets through the primary season, is freaking uh, Mike Pence. Why? Well, because Mike Why? Pence, if listen, man, his temperament, Mr. Elias, if people robot. are disgruntled, dude, if people he's are a, disgruntled, it doesn't matter what we think he is. What I'm saying to you is, is that his temperament, you can look at this guy and imagine him as a president. Now, I hate all his policies, but at the end of the day, what he did on January 6th, you know, listen, I don't like his politics, but what he did was commendable. And that's, that's a feather in his cap. The guy sounds in, intelligent. He sounds smart. And if you have well, this strong Democrat. What did he do before January 6th? But see, here you go, Dick. You're digging underneath the surface. We're talking about people who are casually watching this that. stuff. Yes, you it's are. It's going to be brought out. No, it's going to be brought out because he agreed with every one of Trump's policies. He didn't have a backbone until January 6th. So for four entire years, you didn't have a backbone. So for one, one, one instance, you had a backbone, and that's commendable. Okay, I didn't say, okay, I didn't say, okay, okay, I didn't say he was going to win. I said he makes me nervous. And you're right. Once you start going through all this stuff, and in his background, and start really dying. Once these political uh, 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 CPAPs and all these people, CPAPs, CPAC start trying to get after this guy, then yeah, I mean he's going to, you know, his secrets, his secrets will be uh, exposed. But what I'm saying is, when you look at this guy, he he has the temperament to be president. Uh, for those disgruntled folks who are not happy with Biden, you know, he looks like a better choice for some of these people. There are people that don't like because they'll say that, okay, you know, look, he don't like Trump. He don't like Trump, right? And so it's like they'll go back and say, you know, because he's been talking out against the former president. So these are all the things. To me, that's a brew for folks who are looking for another place to go to run to. Biden's, Biden's numbers are down, even though he is probably the most productive president you know, in our lifetimes, we used to say that about President Obama, but this guy has even eclipsed Obama in some of the things he's done. So, you know, Vanessa, do you do you see where I'm coming from with this? Totally agree with you. And, you know, if people think back to what was being said about Mike Pence, they said that Mike Pence, or we even said on this show, that Mike Pence was just like Trump. He was just a little bit more discreet with it that people felt like he was more dangerous than Trump. So, oh, yeah. you know what? And he and the fact that he did not turn against Trump when Trump said, go find Mike Pence or whatever it was, or hang Mike Pence. Mike Pence never turned on Trump. All of those things are brownie points for Mike Pence. So who yeah. we need to put our eyes on is Mike Pence, because if he runs, I do believe he's going to get it because people really don't like the Santos and who else are they going to pick? Cause the rest of them are nutcase. So I don't know. People I, I don't think, see, 
Yeah, I'm with you on that, but I disagree. I don't think he'll make it out of the, out of the uh, out of the Republican primaries. I just don't think he will. Why? I mean, this, this, Why? Well, because too, cause, cause, because the polling is still saying that Trump is more popular than the Santos in the Republican primaries with Republicans. Okay. So, that's, that's so I, 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 I just don't think he'll do it. Okay. Oh, your point. That might be true. Trump is, you said, is more popular than DeSantos. But guess what? People would rather see Mike Pence in that spot than Trump because at least Mike Pence. So. But look, Mike Pence is another Trump. Doesn't have all of the baggage of Trump, but he has the mm. same thought of Trump. He's just well, I, as I agree evil with that. as Trump. He's just as evil as Trump. But he's just got a little bit more class with it. And then he's got this wife that teaches at a Catholic school or a private school. Child, please. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I mean, well, okay. listen, I, I, listen I, I, uh, I agree with you on some of that, but I, I don't think he'll make it out of the Republican uh, primaries. We had very qualified candidates the last time around, but Trump said outlandish stuff and you know, and he made it through, and now he has more of a follower following now. You know, don't, don't forget, over 70 million some of the people voted for that guy the last time around. So in the Republican in the Republican primary, I still think he's the king. I just don't see anybody dethroning him at this point, but I could be wrong. We'll see. Talking about climate change, you know, we talk about climate change on this show, and uh, so in this week's edition of In Four Minutes or Less, you know, winter is the fastest warming season across the U.S., and in New England, the winters are no exception. Um, a snowplow drive, driver in New Hampshire reflects on what climate change means. Um, he started his own business, but with warmer winters, Man, it could be in jeopardy. Let's listen to a story. It's convenient time in four minutes or less. Something that you need to know. Continue to listen. You're listening to the serious side right here on the TJRS Radio Network online radio at its best. Keep it locked right here. We'll be right back after this. Winters are known for being cold and snowy, but climate change means that's shifting, and this winter is no exception. New Hampshire Public Radio's Mara Hoplamazian took a ride recently with someone feeling the impact from climate change, a snowplow driver. Harold Davis keeps his phone close by. In the summer, he's the guy you call to reseal your driveway, fill in cracks in the pavement, or paint stripes onto a parking lot. In the winter, he's the guy you call when snow starts to fall. When it storms, he's out all day. 20 stops. 56 driving miles. Typically, say, 10, 10 minutes average a stop. It's going to take around six hours. Davis bought his plow and a used truck a few months ago. This is his first season with his own equipment. He spent about a decade working for other snow removal businesses when it gets too cold to do his usual work. He takes care of about 20 homes whenever it snows more than three inches. In December, the first storm came to Concord, New Hampshire's capital city where Davis lives. He went out with a tape measure. Oh, we're at an inch and a half. It's almost time to go out two inches. I bet it was like three, and I'm like, you know, already had the truck cleaned off and started, of course. And it just felt really good when I dropped the plow for the first time. That's been the only storm this season big enough for him to plow his entire route. Davis charges per visit. If it snows a foot, he can make a few thousand dollars. He says it'll take about four snowstorms to see a return on his investment in the plow, and another five storms for the truck. 
but driving his usual route on this day, Davis sees only bare driveways. You know, rain and a snowstorm melts the snow and you can't plow a puddle. No one wants you to go plow a puddle, so. Puddles are increasingly common. Winter is the fastest warming season for most of the country. New Hampshire's state climatologist, Mary Stampone, says that means there are more days when it's not cold enough to snow. With the warmer temperatures comes a change in the type of precipitation where we have more precipitation falling as rain during the winter season. When snowstorms happen, they're getting stronger, says Astrid Calda. She's a climate scientist at the Union of Concerned Scientists. She says warmer air holds more moisture that can come down as rain or snow. A lot of people, when they have this huge snowstorm, they say, how can it be global warming? Look at all the snow. Well, that's exactly what's expected under global warming. New Hampshire's Department of Transportation says it's been kind of a relief to have less snow this season. They have lots of open positions, and they're not alone. States across the country have had trouble finding snowplow drivers. But as New Hampshire's winters get warmer, Davis says small snowplow businesses are struggling. I think it's already clear to people that you can't count on snowplowing. It's been clear for a few seasons now. Davis says he worries about climate change and losing the winters he loves. He says he's doing okay financially, but he's trying to figure out next steps for his business. I'm really still racking my mind about what else can I do to obviously keep my employees employed and to, you know, keep my family supported throughout the wintertime. For now, Davis plans to hold on to his plow despite the rain and pray for more snow to come. For NPR News, I'm Mara Hoplamazian in Concord, New Hampshire. about states that are newly controlled by Democrats and how their agendas differ starkly from the agendas in states controlled by Republicans. And I think it's safe to say that wherever the GOP states are going next, Florida will get there first. Fresh off his big second-term win, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is turbocharging his war on woke, in which woke seems to mean anything Ron DeSantis doesn't like. DeSantis goes after all kinds of things for being woke. College basketball, Ben & Jerry's ice cream, Disney, even math tech. And now he is slamming professional hockey. The NHL recently announced a push for more diversity in its ranks. Its workforce is over 80% white and its players are over 90% white. But when they announced a jobs fair in Florida, DeSantis' office called it discrimination for the NHL to specifically invite applicants from underrepresented backgrounds. The NHL folded and removed the job fair posting. So congratulations if you had keeping hockey white on your bingo card of Ron DeSantis' second-term priorities. Welcome back in. 347-850-1272. It is 47 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the serious side. As we continue our conversation about that nutcase in Florida, Ron DeSantos, the things that he's doing, 
down there is it's really dangerous from banning you know the uh, education of uh, black history in Florida schools uh, to going after Mickey Mouse to you know sending migrants across the country lying to them saying that they're going here for one reason and then all of a sudden it's something completely different this guy is a joke and yet and still he won re-election in a landslide and so this is what we talk about all the time on the show, Vanessa. These people will never, ever, ever stop doing the things that they're doing when they continue to get rewarded for their nonsense. You know, it's the old adage, you know, put your hands on a hot stove. Once you burn your hands, you realize, okay, I'm not going to do that again. But he keeps putting his hands on that stove, and his hands are not getting burnt. So he continues to do this nonsense. He is a lunatic. He's a lunatic. Everything you said sounds just like this guy. But Abbott's not. But Abbott's not. But listen, Abbott's not running for president. Yeah, Abbott did the same stuff. Abbott shipped people across the country on a boat and on a. He is not running for president. I don't care, but he's still ignorant. He still keeps getting back in place. Okay. Well, but okay, but in general, they both keep getting rewarded. They both keep getting rewarded for their horrible, their ignorance. They, they people like it. I don't know. People like it. Both of them are getting rewarded. Tom Cruise is going to get back in office. What are you, Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz. Going to get back in. Ted Cruz. All of them are going to. They're being rewarded. All of them. I just. It's just it's it's really scary, and you know you saw that. Well, it is, and you know you thought that okay when America rejected Donald Trump, you know once again for me I don't care what anyone says when when you talk about if over seventy something million people seventy two or seventy three or whatever it was voted for Donald Trump after four years of probably the worst presidency in American history, the way he handled COVID, the things that he said, this guy, you know, reports, people who worked for him came out and said, this guy's a dummy. He don't even know where half the places on the map are. This guy wanted to send nuclear bombs to North Korea. Now, you're going to have a hardcore crew of people a hardcore uh, group of people who are going to say, yeah, that's the way to do it. But anybody with any common sense is saying, you really don't want to do that. Because just like you can send bombs their way, they can send them back your way. Their way, they can send them back to you. And I'm just amazed at the amount of people who still supported this guy. And so now you have his mini-me, Ron DeSantos. So let me tell you something, Mr. Elias. <laughs> Uh, freaking Trump doesn't like the fact that the Santos is moving into his space, and you're mm-hmm. starting to see that he's coming up with nicknames for the Santos. Because remember now, back when the Santos first ran for governor, he ran against uh, Gilliam, and I remember that ad that he had out where his kid was playing with Trump uh, blocks and he was reading his yeah. kid. Yeah, I mean, really embracing Trump. And he barely mm-hmm. won that gubernatorial race. And then we found mm-hmm. out that the brother's all jacked up, which, you know, that's just a damn shame. But at the end of the day, this dude, man, he's a lunatic. 
Yes. He is. You know, and, you know, and anything that he, you know, everybody talk about, you know, woke culture, woke culture, this woke culture. Hell, you, you, he's cancer culture. If you, if you don't like, you don't like, if I don't like something, I'm just going to get rid of it. So what's the difference? What is the difference? You know, and, and I, I was always talking about when people were talking about affirmative action and how bad white folks hate affirmative action. And I, I used to always tell them white folks, hey, man, you've had affirmative action all your life. You've had it all your damn life, and now because I'm getting benefits from it, you're you opposed to it? Come on, man. Stop the madness. And this is what this guy, this guy is trying to bring it back. He's, he's, he's Trump, but he's, he's doing it in, 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 a, in a different fashion. <laughs> what he's doing is like, okay, back. Uh, I, I'm not gonna let you guys come in here and anything you anything you don't uh, that I don't like I'm just gonna I'm gonna wipe you out I'm just gonna wipe it out and you can't do anything about it and, and these people bag I, I can't I can't understand Hispanic people that bag people like this I really can't it it it, it, it it's it's it, it befuddles me that that these Hispanic people bag people like. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can be you can be surprised all you want, but at the end of the day, apparently, um, they're saying something that's appeasing that audience. And you know, yeah. when you think about this from an overall perspective, you know, you know, Jackie, you know, you talked about if Trump wins, you would move to Canada, and you know, which you did, you're still here. But anyway, I've digressed. Uh, but when you when you think about this whole thing, when you you know, you really have an opportunity to sit down and think it through. Ron DeSantos, they talk about the woke culture. And the woke culture, all we're saying is, is that stop mistreating us because of the color of our skin. This comes from cops killing unarmed black men. You know, I mean, think about all the stories we've covered on this show from the brother that got killed by those three white dudes, man, for he was just Ahmaud Arbery. He was just jogging through a neighborhood. They decided that he didn't belong in the neighborhood. They shot him. We have stories after stories. And the sad thing about it, a lot of these stories, we can't even remember the names of the individuals who were shot and killed. We talked about how those cops pulled over a military, active-duty military lieutenant at a gas station and sprayed him with peppers. He was in uniform. Uh-huh. But he's talking about the woke culture. The woke culture is stop treating us like we're less than freaking citizens. Stop treating us. You know, Dr. King died because he went to Memphis because of how they were treating sanitation workers. Uh-huh. The famous signs, I am a man. Stop treating us less than human. What say you, Jackie? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It took me a while to get off mute. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, anti woke, huh? Or whatever they call it. Sound like they still sleep to me, but. They far from they're far from being woke. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> they're far from being woke. 
Wow. I mean, it's like you said. It's like you said, Jay. Um, stop treating us like we like we're nothing. When is that going to stop? You can tell you, you all about how you you you're work you're woke then, but for far yeah. as I'm concerned, you still sleep, and forever will be sleep. You know, you know, uh, Vanessa. They interviewed uh, some black students because before DeSantos became the governor of Florida, he was a history teacher, I think, uh, that taught history. And they interviewed black students, and they said the black students uh, reported that DeSantos really put a favorable spin on the civil civil war, almost justifying uh, what the South did. And this man now is the governor. He's the chief executive of the state, and he's running to be the chief executive of the country. Your thoughts, please. Okay. Let's talking to me. Okay. Yes. Jay, were you talking to me? I'm asking you the question. You're, yes, yes, you yes, 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 Renee. Uh, yes, 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 it's Vanessa. I I'm sorry, Jay, okay. I'm getting the car. Okay, Vanessa, I got it. I said okay. that uh, this guy, Ron DeSantos, before he became governor, was a history teacher. And he spoke to some African-American students that were that were in his class. Uh, and uh, they said that pretty much Ron DeSantos put a positive spin on the Civil War, pretty much justifying why the South had to go to war with the North. <laughs> so what say you? Isn't it the same man who had something to say about the AP African-American class last week? About the what? Huh? Didn't, wasn't that DeSantos? Wasn't that Florida where they have stopped them from having an AP African American class? Was it? Wasn't it him last week? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. That's that's our guy, famous and old Ron. And that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's he's him. so two sided. I mean, the three faces of DeSanto. I mean, just crazy. Oh my God. Mm-mm. They don't want, you know what, you know what's scary, y'all, and this is going to totally agree with me. You know what's scary, what's scary is the the white people, not all white people, because you can't put them on the same boat, do, oh, shit, stop it. You do not want their children to know how they mistreated the black people. And and that's, the, and, and like we came over here on vacation, like we came over here on vacation, so, Y'all hear my husband in the back. He needs stuff. So I, 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 I just feel like that's why they don't want any of our history or anything about us in the history book. They're trying to change the history book. Like we came over here on vacation and not shackled. So I don't know. I feel sorry for the future. And if we don't teach our kids or we don't have something to say about what we did go through, they're not going to know because they're going to take it out of the book. Abbott doesn't want anything in the book. He doesn't want anything in the book. It's like, really, y'all? Y'all don't get it. No matter what I say or how I act, it is still praying time, and I'm a praying sister over here for this country. 
Well, that's what you need to do because uh, what's happening uh, in this country is something that uh, I've never seen before. And, you know, we need to stay prayed up because any time you try to erase, you know, a people's history, it's bad enough that we were brought here against our will. But now you don't even want to acknowledge why we're here and how we've been treated. You know, I'm amazed at some of the things. When I ask my kids questions about black history, they're walking around like, oh, what are you talking about, Dad? They're not teaching you this stuff in school. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I remember when I made my kids sit down and watch Mississippi Burning. They were pissed off at me in the beginning. But then when it was all said and done, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. The same people that you play volleyball with, and I'm not blaming these kids. Listen, like I said before, you know, during the George uh, Floyd protest, I saw more white kids out there than I saw black folks. So I'm not going to sit here and try to, you know, place the sins of of their parents and great-grandparents on them. But you need to know what's going on here. Don't sugarcoat what happened to us. Don't act as if it never happened because people who participated in the lynches, some of these people are still alive till this day. The movie mm-hmm. Till just came out. That woman who lied, if my memory serves me correct, she's still alive, unless she just died yeah. recently. No, but I think she just alive. died recently. Did she just I mean, die she recently? Just but trust me, it was yeah. within the last two years. So let's not yeah. act like, you know, she died, you know, 20 years ago. And when you say 20 years ago, 20 years ago was in 2013, believe it or not, time is flying. But at the end of the day, a lot of these people, some of these people are still roaming the earth. So don't, don't act like we're so removed, so far removed from that dark history of our country's past. And it's amazing. You talked about, Mr. Elias, you talked about earlier affirmative action. You're right. I overheard, I remember back in 2017, I was working for this company, and I overheard some people talking about it. They didn't think I heard them. But it was like they were pretty much like, well, wait a minute. You know, how fair is that? You know, all, all people matter. You know, all colors matter. What? Yeah. But you wouldn't give all colors jobs. That's that's the bad part of it all. And bottom line is, you know, this guy, this guy, you know, is, is, and he's a racist to his heart. If you call him a racist, he'll deny it. But you know, I, I, that's why I kind of like the southern whites because they they admit that they they've been a racist and they 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 like, hey, look, I ain't. So what? Now what? At least yeah. I know where I stand with you. But this guy, this guy won't. This guy was like, he won't admit to it, and he, he, he is who he is, man. You know, the bottom yeah. line is this, this guy will, this guy will, will share anything down that he doesn't believe in. And that's that. Yeah. And then you want to talk about woke culture. And I hear Bill Maher talking that stuff about a woke culture. And he brags about the Santos. And then I was like, that's why I stopped watching him, man. Because I'm feeling myself, he's talking about woke culture. And, and this guy, you know, and, and this is during COVID. I'm like, this guy was firing the people that were saying, that we had this many people dying from COVID. He, Ron DeSantos fired those people. It was a woman oh, yeah. that was reporting it. And he fired her because she was reporting accurate numbers. And then when that number started coming down, he said, look, Florida's doing it, and their numbers are down. I'm like, dude, because they are not reporting the numbers. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and another thing that this guy has done, Ron DeSantos, you think about it. What if, what's up with these Rons? Ron Santos, Ron DeSantos. Mm. But, but you know, 
and another thing that this guy is doing, he's trying to ban uh, businesses from having COVID restrictions. I mean, this guy is a lunatic. And, and the faster we can get him off the face of this earth, as far as from a political standpoint, we'll be in a better place. He's just, he's a troll, man. And you know what happens. Well, what do we do? It's just crazy, man. All right, three four seven eight five zero one two seven two. Let's step out, take a break. We'll be right back after this. And uh, Vanessa, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Vanessa? Because I say keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Keep praying. But Vanessa, before we go, I want to ask you this real quick. Uh, how is Bobby Jones doing? Because, you know, Bobby Jones is a little sick. I, you guys are about to get on a cruise, so I guess I asked him all the question. But uh, how is he doing? He says he's doing a lot better. He heard you. He's right next to the You know, I, I had to pray about this, y'all, because my husband doesn't get sick. And so I, I, I almost had to cancel the cruise. But I got some friends going, so I, I really couldn't. But thank y'all for asking and and the church prayed for him Sunday when he got ready to leave. So it's a blessing to have a church family. I just want y'all to know that. It really is. It is a blessing to have a church family. I remember, I'll tell this quick story before we go to break. I remember uh, I was going through some, and I don't know how he did this. And people, you know, some of our friends laugh when I tell this story. <laughs> I remember I walked into church, right? And, um, and you know, the bishop was looking at me. And <laughs> he was like, uh, Oh, yeah. And I walked in, and everything stopped, Mr. Elias. And he's like, yeah, he says, uh, we're going to pray for you because I think something heavy on your heart. And I'm looking like, man, how you know? <laughs> and everybody, as soon as I walked in, everybody turned around and looked at me. It's almost as if, what was that movie? It was Coming to America. Remember when uh, when the lady said, uh, Ikeem is not the prince. Simi is the prince. And what he said, who told you that? <laughs> And everybody looked at Simi. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt when I walked into church. Everybody looked at Simi. <laughs> That's how I felt. Oh, my God. All right, we're stepping out. We'll be right back after this. Online radio at its best. The NAACP is committed to equality for all people, especially the equality of foundational black Americans. Every other child gets a chance at economic equality. Every other child gets a chance of living the best life they possibly can. Doesn't he deserve a chance to? Learn more at NAACP.org. That bitch I'm not the one 
the you know the military is a whole different vibe than you know w- you know people working at the White House and things of that nature. You know we didn't handle top secret documents on a regular basis, so we didn't get nosh a lot with it because there was protocol when you had to look at top secret information. And I'll be the first to tell you, I've never seen a top secret document. I had the clearance because of my job at the time. I was the reenlistment NCO uh, in the. I was a reenlistment NCO in the military, and reenlistment means re, well reenlistment non commissioned officer. So I was responsible for ensuring uh, people that were in my unit, military service members, uh, you know, if they wanted to stay an extra four years or whatever the case. I was that person who did their paperwork and did their contracts. But the military at the time had a policy that said a soldier can reenlist wherever he or she wants to. Now, they changed that policy because some of these, you know, uh, freaking airborne guys wanted to jump out of airplanes and, real, you know, reenlist while they're, you know, flying down. You know, people like, oh, no, we're not doing that. But at the end of the day, a soldier can reenlist where they want. If they work at a top-secret building, then they you, they can reenlist there. So that's the only reason why I had the clearance. But I remember where I worked, those documents were kept in the safe. And, you know, if you went to open that safe, there was a log on the side. It, 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 protocol was in place. It seems to me, Vanessa, that they need to relook at this stuff because they have old documents from when Biden was a senator. This doesn't look good for the Democrats. Let's say you. Okay, so last week when I said that Trump was going to get away with what he did because of what Biden did, and everybody was coming at me saying it wasn't the same thing, and that Biden well, was not, not. going to get in any trouble. Okay, well, you know what? I don't care what y'all say. I really don't. But it's not. But, no, Vanessa, listen. You're right. No, You're no, right. Nope, nope. You are right, but about you're right. I think okay, but I think the Democrats need to find somebody, and he ain't got to be black, or she ain't got to be black, a good Democrat to run for president. I don't think that it should be Biden. Biden has done a lot of good, but Biden has also spent a ton of money. Enough money where now they don't even know if they can pay the bills. And we owe China America, honey. That's how much money we owe whoa, whoa, China. Whoa, 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 no, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-uh, no, 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 Vanessa, Vanessa, no. Vanessa. That ain't Biden's money. That's, That's not Biden's money, Vanessa. You can't put out wrong stuff. That's not Biden's money. They're trying to approve the budget for what Trump spent. Let's make sure we get the facts right. Okay. That's not Biden. Okay, y'all, wait a minute. Yes, Trump okay. spent some of the money. I'm not saying he didn't. But every time Biden puts something in place, it's a billion, a billion, a billion, a billion. And I didn't have no. a problem with Biden sending mm-hmm. money over to Ukraine. But I'm sick of that now because we can't oh, wow. pay our own bills. And then they're going to start cutting social services. Yes, they are, Jay, because Republicans got it. And Biden started dishing out money. They're going to start cutting social services. That means that all these after school daycares, all this stuff is going to end up getting cut because we don't have no money. I'm but that's why. not. But see, you're, you're falling into you you're, you're falling into 
you are, yes, Whatever. you're supporting the, the, yes, you are. You're supporting the Republicans' talking points. You spouted out exactly what okay. Americans are thinking. Because remember, the money that they're okay. approving, this money that they're trying to improve in the budget has already been spent by Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. Every yeah. Republican, the la, in the last four presidencies, go ahead, because I can't let you put out misinformation. Are go you ahead. That like that green lady should have her her college paid for, and some of these other people should have their college paid for all willy nilly. No, they shouldn't have it paid for. Jay, some people are should be able to get those back student loans and stuff paid. But hell, my daughter had loans. My daughter had to pay. My son-in-law had to pay. I'm just saying, okay. some of this spending is just to please and appease the Democrats. No. And I get it, but no. no, let me tell you who's going to pay for it, Jay. The senior okay. citizens and the retirees, like me, like Bobby, are going to be the ones to end up paying for it. Because they're going to okay. start cutting right. our social service stuff to pay it. Okay, well, well okay. Well, but Vanessa, you're blaming a Democrat for something that Republicans are doing. Think about this. Bush, think about it. You had Clinton, you had Bush, you had Obama, you had Trump, you had Biden. Guess what? Deficits ran higher under the Republican presidents. What they're trying to approve now is money that Donald Trump already spent. And so when you start giving all these tax breaks. Oh, my God. Go ahead, Vanessa. Go ahead. Yeah, the tax breaks were Trump. Yes, it was Trump. So my question is, with all of this, has Biden reversed that? So I'm going to ask that to Les, not you, Jay. Les, has Biden reversed where mm. the rich people like that don't have to pay those taxes anymore? Uh, it, I don't it, think so. It, 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 it would have to pass through the, uh, the Congress and the Senate before they can do anything like that. But okay, well, they, and he, then, and then he can just write a magic pen and say I'm going to reverse this and it's over with. No. That was, that was passed okay, to the but, Congress and the Senate. When he had both of them, he should have done that when he had oh, both Oh, he didn't have now both of them, but that's, let's call it what it is. He didn't have both of them. Yeah, Joe Manson and Kristen Sinema. Yeah, come on. Come on, Marcus. would have stopped that in his, in his, in his, in his tracks. Those, people, they, 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 those two senators are controlled by money. So let's call it what it is. They went on. They, they wanted, he might have He might have had and, and names say control the names say but them them people were they, they didn't care nothing about us. It sure didn't. No, baby girl. Mm-hmm. That, that, so that's he why he couldn't reverse it. And that's why we were. That's why Democrats really wanted to try to get Raphael Warnack in office because if you can get a higher majority, then Kristen Sinema and freaking uh, Joe Manchin, they can't do what they did during the first two years of the Biden presidency. And you see, Kristen Sinema now says she's an independent. So, you so know what? But when you put, okay. but when you put okay, stuff okay. out there. So, so Jay, wait, wait a minute. Man. Let me let me throw this out there, and you can write it down. I personally, Vanessa, does not, and my husband just agreed, do not want Biden to run for president the next go-round. For whatever reason, you can chalk it to whatever you want. I'm going to say age, but I do not want Biden to run. That's me. I just said this two or three times, and that's me, and that's my opinion. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But But you can't put... But you can't put false truths out there because you're playing it to their narrative. They run up deficits, okay, well, and it is, they run up deficits. Oh my God! Can I? They run up deficits, 
under their pre- under Republican presidents, and then what they do, they do exactly what they just convince you that what's happening. So basically, run up the deficits under the Republican presidency, then all of a sudden they become conservative with Democrats in office. You so know, President Obama brought the deficit who's down. Okay, Vanessa. Any time a president, yeah. any time a president puts information out there, when they propose a budget, they show how you pay for the budget, and they pay for the budget by charging the upper one percent people more taxes. Yes. And these people are not. Yes. So that's the problem. They, they're saying, look, we can pay for our programs. But the bottom line mm-hmm. is Republicans are coming in and saying, nope, we're not going to allow that to happen. But guess what? I talk about this on the show all the time, how they sit here and rant and rave about money being spent, but then they're, they're the first ones showing up in their districts holding a big check when they railed mm-hmm. against it. But now they're, they're taking credit for the money. It's a, it's, it's, it's a dog and pony show. And okay, the let, me say that, this. let me say this to the audience. I not trying to throw false narratives out there. I am actually saying some of the things also that people are discussing out there among Democrats. That's true. Among the older crowd that I hang with or that I am around. I'm not trying to sound like a Republican. I'm only telling you what people are saying. And I'm not well, saying that's my point. That, but, but I am not saying that all of this was Biden, I'm, was Trump or Biden. I'm saying period. And I'm also saying who's going to have to repay the money that's just being spent, 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 spent over in Ukraine, that's being spent on people who don't need their loans paid for this colleges. Who, who's going to pay all of this money stuff back that he's going to have? Biden has some great things, but I'm going to stick with what Vanessa says. I don't want him to rerun. Sorry, okay, fine. That's your bit. Okay, well, fine. That's I your mean. that's your business. Well, 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 well. But let me try to. Okay, so you talk about. Listen, I'll tell this story. Then we have to go to break. All right. So here's the deal. There's a church on the East Coast, and I've told this story before. If you've been listening to this show mm-hmm. for any period of time, there's a church on the East Coast where the congregation, the church says, we're going to pay off all of your debt. They pick a family every whatever the cycle is. And their goal is to get their church debt free. You know why they're investing this you know why they're investing this money? Because if they can get people out of debt, that means people can pay their tithes. So the church is looking long range. So, you know, why are we paying out why are we paying off the debt of this, these people? They really don't need the church is saying, Look, there are gonna be some folks in there that are gonna get who are gonna take advantage of it, but the over we're trying to improve the wealth of the church. So by paying off all their bills, if they're debt free, then guess what? People can pay their tithes. So yeah, we're gonna hurt in the beginning, but in the long run it's gonna be beneficial for the church. That's the same thing with a lot of the student debt and stuff. Is a a let's, let's get... that does, tithing is a sacrifice, Jay, so you shouldn't have oh, to be boy. rich or be debt-free in order to pay your tithes. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, I'm done with it. All right. Okay, I'm done. That wasn't a good I'm example, done. Jay. What? That wasn't a good that's example. A good example. That's what you're doing. That's what they're doing, yeah, Vanessa. You, you <laughs> sacrifice. 
Okay, listen, maybe I don't have the terminology. Maybe, you know, listen, listen, you know that stuff better than I do. I'm telling you what the purpose of it was. The purpose of it was if we get people out of debt, then people can spend more money. In other words, if we can get our church people out of debt, then they can be in a position to pay their tithes. If they can pay yeah, their tithes, then that's donation. going to be beneficial. If they give a nice donation, that don't mean it's going to be paid. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Help us, Jesus. All right, three four seven eight five zero one. I ain't gonna argue with you. I'm done arguing with you. I'm done arguing with your behind. God bless you. We still pay tithes. Now I am reaping all of the stuff that God is throwing out the window. Well, that's great. Okay. Oh my God. All right, we're going to break. We'll be right back. Bye, bye, okay. Vanessa. Bye. We're going to break. Bye, Vanessa. We're going to break. Y'all go read Melchizedek chapter 3, verse 10. Oh, that's they didn't give y'all the right information. What? Oh, my. Okay. Oh we'll my continue God. this on the other side. We'll, I'll deal with her on the other side. We'll be right back. Oh, my God. Online radio at its best. <laughs>
Christian. <laughs> I know my body better now I do it. It's easy now. I used to lack confidence, but now I know exactly what to do. My friends are surprised how regularly I do it. I didn't realize men should do it. I didn't know what to do, but now it's part of my routine. Doing it saves my life. I thought it would take longer, but a few minutes... It is the serious out of the J. Ross Show, which happens every Sunday morning right here on the TJRS Radio Network, online radio at its best. I'm Jay. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. We're all in our places with bright, smiling faces. Let me say good morning to my peeps, to my sisters. Sister Big Sis, uh, Miss Vanessa Maybelly from the Nelly, good morning, Vanessa. Good morning. I love fighting with you. I just do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Just like my real sister, boy. Y'all get on. Ooh. All right. Hey, what's going on, Jackie? Good morning to you. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Hope that all is well. <laughs> the man who gets the first and last word here on the serious side, the one and only Mr. L to the E to the S. Man, good morning, sir. How are you? Oh, boy. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you and Ma. Good morning, Nessa. Good morning, Sister. Good morning, Real Day at Good morning, Kathleen Williams. Good morning, Mary the Music. And Mary the Music, that first song was uh, Mac Myers, and it's called I Bet You Call My Name. And the last song that you just heard was that, that uh, was Janita, That's How Life Goes. And good morning, my brother Hawking. Good morning, my brother Jerome. Still, yes, man. Uh, can we say hello to anyone in the world famous chat room? Is it occupied this morning? Yes, uh, our brother Covina man is in there with us, and he has oh, boy. to say What's this up? morning. My Very man, my man. I love, I love my. That's that's my brother. There. I love Kavita, man, man. What's happening, brother? I want to say what's happening to the pastor. He's in the house. What's going on to uh, Roberta, uh, Charlie? Uh, let's see, Lamar. I mean, so many, so many people. I think what I'm going to do is just. I can't see everybody. Just tell out everybody that's listening to us online and other places. We appreciate you. Uh, the number is 347-850-1272. Um, you know, I was going to respond to something that Vanessa said, but I tell you what, we'll, we'll save that because we're kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. So we'll just kind of keep it moving and, uh, you know, and, and continue to talk. Well, no, let me, let me, listen. Vanessa, you know, I love you like a play cousin. You know, I really do. I love you to death. I really do. And uh, But you said that I put out some misinformation. So what misinformation did I put out? Please tell me what I did, because I don't want to put out fake news. So what did I say that was not true? Okay. So, Jay, tithing 
is a sacrifice. Even uh, okay. if you are, that is a, it is a sacrifice. Just because okay. a church gets a family and pays their bills off and makes them debt free, it frees up their money to be able to pay their tithes. They should have been able to okay. pay their tithes when they were broke if they had to sacrifice some aid. That is what tithing is. And when you do that, that is when God will pour you out the blessings that you will have more than enough room to receive them. It is showing God that I am going to sacrifice and give this to you because you're telling me to do it. And then God is going to, in hand, show you, thank you, my child, this is what I'm doing for you. So even if that church pays off those people's debt, does not mean that they're going to put in 10%. They could just say, let me give you $100 donation. That doesn't mean they're going to pay their tithes. And that church should not be bribing people to pay their tithes. God says, pay your time. Bribing people? Hallelujah. Did you say bribing people? Bible says my people are supposed to, the Bible says my people are supposed to be debt free. That's, that's Bible. My people, and, and they're following what's in the Bible. It says, the Bible says my people are supposed to be debt free. I want my people debt free. That's what the Bible says. Oh, uh, Reverend Dick McDowell. So, 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 it doesn't so, mean that somebody else got to pay Huh? And, and, and Vanessa, yeah. your ties don't necessarily have to be money. Your ties can be your gifts and your talent. So, what does Malachi says? What does Malachi say? Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. This is what they're talking about 10% of what you've earned. Earned. Even our knowledge. And it's throughout the Bible. It's throughout the Bible. It's, you have to go and pay the taxes to the king or whatever it was when you sold your fruits and your vegetables. It's, I mean, so, no. And I understand, we all want to be, you know what, that church Hilliard here in Houston, Jay, the one that has the helicopter, he's the one that says ties to, to the organization we get free. Ties to the helicopter. Ties to this and ties to that. That's why he got a helicopter. Because of that what are you talking about? That's why he got one. Okay, so, okay. So my question is, what did, okay, I, listen, by the way, I agree with everything you just said, but what you said, I told somebody something wrong. I just repeated what the, the pastor said. That's what he said, his reasoning for them okay. paying off the church. And all I was saying was the big picture is he's saying that if I can have a bunch of people that are debt free, then guess what? They can pay their tithes. And he also said, Basically, that yeah, because the interviewer asked him, he says, "Well, what happens? You know, some people are just going to join your church just to you know get their bills paid off and and, and you know and leave." He said, "Okay." Well, he said, "Okay, that's wow. going to happen." <laughs> wow, you know, Miss you know Miss Christian woman, I would, yeah, I would, I'd do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> you know, Vanessa. You know, but you need, what? even though you said that, even though you said what? that. Could you at least have came back behind it and said, well, tithing is a sacrifice for people and that you should be able to sacrifice and pay your tithes even when you got a bunch of bills or whatever? Couldn't you not have put the moral behind it for people who don't well, go okay. to church? Well, you did. Everybody you did. I would show, don't go search. But you did. And so, that's a, so you did it. So that's great. You did it. But you said I said something wrong. I didn't say anything wrong. Okay. I just repeated what the pastor okay, said. Oh, you just but, put out there what that pastor said and did not put oh. the thing. Is Jackie okay, talking? 
You would okay, yeah. Okay, Stephon, so I'm really trying to listen in. And so, what did he say, Jay? Repeat it one more time. <laughs> oh my God, we're turning this into a segment. What he I'm said just, was, yeah, I guess we are. But just, I just well, want to yeah, understand. So. What did he? What did he say? Say that again. He, he said, Vanessa. I mean, Jackie, y'all both the same this morning. He said, basically, the reason, he said, every member in in this church, every family in their church, they pay their bills off. And he said, the reason why we do this is because we want our people to be debt-free. We're helping our people. We're getting them out of debt. And guess what? Along the way, once they're out of debt, then guess what? Then they'll be more inclined to pay their tithes. So in the long run, it helps it helps them immediately, but in the long run, it helps the church as well. That's what he said, Jackie. Since you want to be so, the executive so producer and just change the whole format, fine. We'll so do what you paying, want to do. So he's he's paying off their bills. That's what you're saying. Yes, their debt. Because if they were paying their tithes, they'd be able to pay their own bills. I'm just saying because when you when you pay when you pay that when you pay that ten when you pay the ten percent, Jay, look, it works wonders with the rest of the ninety. So how you know you should be you should be able to pay the way to get debt free. If they're paying their tax to this church anyway, in the in 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 the blessing for somebody to give it to them, no matter how it's coming. They're not looking. Some some people may not get it. Some people might be get taking it. You know. Paying off somebody else's debt. Don't be taking my time paying off somebody else's debt. I personally <laughs> believe that church. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my wow. goodness. Wow. I've been what, what, I what about a good faithful giver? But if people that sounded my voice are paying tithes and ain't paid them all their life, don't be laughing at me. And don't even think anything of me. I, I can't even remember not putting my tin in that church. I, it, I, it, I cannot remember. And I'm 60. So, yeah, I got a problem with that. Just like people got a problem, because I've heard Jay say it, just like people got a problem with people putting money in church in the past and driving Rolls Royces and that kind of stuff, because I've heard you make comments, Jay. Okay, so I got a problem with you paying off somebody's debt. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're not going to return this on me. Uh, no, no, you're not. You're not going to turn this on me. Why? 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 I can't well, hear that. I'm not understanding the, the malice and the animosity with somebody paying off somebody's debt. You should be happy that somebody's giving to somebody that's fortunate. That somebody else, how do you know these people aren't Jay tired said of everybody Sunday? in the church, Jay said everybody okay. in the church gets their debt paid okay. off. Not people okay. who are less giving because they got five children and somebody didn't have cancer and all of that. Jay said, the man oh, said, okay. everybody in the church. Jay's okay, not so. He's repeating what the other man said. No, okay. I do not want you it's to not, Okay. Okay, so. Not, I mean, it's not a fight. 
saying your private sex life. You know what? People don't understand it, so I ain't going to argue. I'm saying your sex conversation. There's nothing wrong. I sacrificed. I have not had groceries trying to put my tithes in, but then God gave it back to me. So, no, I'm not going to argue with y'all about that because I've been in child support, two and three house notes you, you behind the bill, and I still paid my tithes, and I still got to pay. You're, you I are free to pay my tithes. Oh, my God. Because these people got free to pay my tithes. These churches got to enough money in to pay off everybody's debt. So how do you know these people are paying their tithes? And this church is blessing them. Okay. But you don't want to see that happen okay. because there's a few shady okay. people out No, there. I do not want to see a church pay off everybody in the church's debt. I sure do not. I personally say praise your name. I would not be a part of that church. And, 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 and all these people are tithing. No problem. If I well, it's it's no problem. Not. You still have a problem with it? Wow. I, I, Look, it's I'm no problem. I'm telling y'all, I would not want to be a part of that church. It's it's no problem as a whole. Look, understand, Mr. Elias, mm-hmm. it's no it's no problem as a whole paying off somebody's debt. Look, it it just gets to the concept of are you gonna teach people, are you gonna are you gonna continuously give people fish or are you gonna teach them to be a fisherman? How to fish. There you go. It, and how do you know they're not doing that? Continue. Thank you. Thank you. You're just it's, assuming that these people are not paying their tithes. How do you know these people aren't paying their They've got to be paying their tithes if everybody's paying their tithes. I know rich people that don't pay tithes. That ain't even it. That, yes. That's rich people. Rich people don't pay for nothing. They don't even put more than I mean, $500. Do you, Vanessa, do you, think rich people would go to, do you think rich people would go to this church? Do you? Honestly. You can <laughs>
people not learn to stay out of debt. You have not learned not to keep running those credit cards up if, mm. if somebody's paying them for you. Oh, you're going to do it because they're not getting debt. But and Vanessa, that doesn't mean if, that they're going to put money in the church. It just does not. It, it, he, not but not Vanessa, he's not doing it. That's not the goal. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Me and Jackie okay. got a totally different view from y'all, and that's okay. Well, yeah, and y'all do. That's for damn sure. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I. That's, that's well, I go too sometimes. I mean, I, I mean, y'all, y'all say that they, you know, how do we know whether they're paying tithes or not? Okay, I guess, but it's just they gotta be, but it seems like paying off debt. That ain't just one or two people paying it off. It's got to be in time because they're paying out houses and cars. So these people are sowing a seed right back into the church so that they can pay off people's debts. That's that. So if, if, if you you got people paying off cars and houses and stuff like that, you mean to tell me they ain't sowing it right back into the church? Come on. The math on that, the math only matter on that. It doesn't. It doesn't. Okay. I- Okay. And once I again, how do you not know? Jackie, back but, away, but, Jackie. Slowly back but how away. do you? Well, no, because see, now you're making it seem like it's us against y'all. Listen, I did not. I do not no, disagree Jackie. with nothing that you're saying, Vanessa. I'm just saying that that was. Okay, and check this out. And check this out. It is, and he's not saying that, hey, uh, you know, the bottom line is is that we're doing this because that's, that's the end goal. It's like, look, let's help these people. Let's teach them financial responsibility. Let's help get them out of debt. He said then eventually, yeah, the church will benefit from that because then people will be, have money to pay their tithes. And apparently the church must be down with this. Oh, my God. I, I, wow. I, I don't even know what to okay. say. Behind this, what? Okay. Okay. Next conversation. Next conversation. Well, there's no time for next conversation because you know Jackie decided she's going to be the executive producer today and just change the whole damn lineup. Well, let's just talk about it. So there's there's no. We have no more time for a next conversation. No, I just I just kept listening to you and I I had to just make sure before I commented what you were saying. Look, long as they have some in place where to teach these people how to fish, where they're not just paying off their debts and they're not learning anything. Like I said, teach them how to fish in the end so they don't get back in the situation. And if, oh. if they pay the tithes in the first place, <laughs> they won't get into these situations. That, that, ni- that, that 90% works wonders. When you pay that ten, I'm telling you, I've only experienced it for myself. Okay. Well, I'm not. Well, I'm not. Yeah, go ahead, Mr. Isn't that what these people are doing? They're paying that ten percent into the church, so that ninety percent is coming back to them to get all they get paid oh. off. Isn't, oh. that, isn't that what they're doing? Isn't oh, it, Reverend D. Or, or is it they're just paying it to get a, a, a get a get a get an end result? No, they're they're paying it right back in so they can. So they, they, they're believing in, in, in the philosophy of tithing. This is what they're teaching them, to believe in the philosophy of tithing and get things to happen. So they saw they took the in and they're getting it back out. Tithing, working in the church, Bible study, giving God time, evangelism, it is all under the umbrella of tithing. Paying I agree. Church, 
is not going to teach them all of that. But unless okay. people well, have opinion. done all of that, if people mm. ain't done all of that, don't say, don't, don't wow me. <laughs> don't wow mm. me. Because all of that, sometimes time in church is a sacrifice. That's a sacrifice. Exactly. And what you said, because he's paying off, how do you know these people aren't sacrificing the mess? How do you know that? You just just make the assumption that they're not. Exactly. You make an assumption that they're not sacrificing. And you're saying saying, wow to me because I'm saying don't pay them people at all. But okay. No, and you're coming at us. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You know what? Let, let's uh, okay. The show is the, the whole format is gone, so we're not going to be able to say our final thoughts because we we got to get to some of these comments from people. That but you know but what, yes, you yes, Vanessa. Talking about God, you start the show with the prayer and talking oh about God, and every now and then, if we venture off and we talk about God and our belief, it might not be somebody else's belief, and that's all right. That's why you got Catholics and Methodists and all all of these other religions. So we're going to end the show talking about religion, and it's nothing wrong well, thank with you. that. Well, that's right. There's nothing wrong with it, Vanessa, at all. There's nothing wrong. Just we're running out of time. I mean, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with it. Oh, my God, she's making me seem like the demon. Mr. Elias, it looks like, Momo, oh, oh, my God, bring Momo B in. Give her three minutes because people now, I, I want to read some of these comments from some of the folks that are listening. So let's bring in, oh, boy, here we go. Good morning, Momo. <laughs> Good morning. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Yo, I am. I am. I. Hi. I am. I am just in shock. <laughs> I'm shocked at what I'm hearing. I'm. A, I cannot believe this. I cannot believe. Oh boy. I, no, I, look, okay, well, I don't want to name no names. I'm not going to name no names because she already said, if you don't go to church, don't say nothing to me. So I ain't talking to you. But what I'm going to say is, <laughs> I if you don't work in the I'm church, do say, your time, do evangelism. I heard what you said. I heard it over and over and over again. Let me yeah, say what I said. I said, what I'm going to say is this. People, people, the church, and everybody that goes to it has been given money for years. They know what the money goes to, whether you think it goes to the Rolls Royce or whether you think it goes to the needy. You give your money, and you, and you let go of it, and you shouldn't care where it goes. If it's going to help people, it's helping people. Why would you care anything about that? That don't make no sense to me. I know churches that give, if you, if you um, are behind in your rent, you can go to the church. And that's and okay. That's a different thing. They will help you. They will help you. Miss Elias, these churches will help you pay your rent. You don't even have to mm-hmm. attend the damn church. You don't have to attend the that's church at all. Thing, but if you, if that's not need, you go to the church and they will help you. That's what the churches in the community, the community based churches that care about people, they help their community. That's it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say, I would never say I'm not going giving money to the church if they help people. That doesn't make sense. That's what the money is for. Why do you think you're paying tithes in the first place? Why do you, where do you think the money goes? That's not what I said. Where do you think the money goes? That is not what I said. Where do you think the money goes? He didn't okay, say pay Where do you think the money goes, Vanessa? That's not what I'm going to ask the question. Where do you think the money goes? 
okay, well, faithfully. What you think of I just went to the church budget last Sunday. So it is supposed to go out to the community and stuff and help people with their life oh, bill, okay. help people when they're down and when they need it. That does not mean pay your Macy's credit card bill off, Momo. But you know what? You're right. You're not supposed to care. But when people give up seven and eight hundred dollars a month, you know what? You know what? Go ahead and pay somebody else's bills and stuff off. That doesn't. Yeah. Go ahead. And, that's and last thing I want to say, and, and one last more thing I want to say but is, to when you have people, get off in the church, what you say uh, Okay, okay, so I heard you for the last ten minutes, but we get your point. The other thing I want okay. to say is that don't when correct, you help people, when you help, when you help people, they are inclined to return the favor, and I think that's where the man was going with all this. Because I remember God. when I was taking, I was taking, um. I was asking for the donations for my daughter to go over to London and Europe or wherever the heck she went. I was so it made me it made me cry because I didn't know people was gonna donate like that. And now every time somebody needs something or wants something, I help them. I help them now more than I did before. Well, I donated y'all help my daughter. to your daughter. No, no, I sent you money for your daughter. When yes, you and I love it. Oh, 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 and you know what? And my church sent my daughter to you money too. That's what I'm saying. I will send money to people because they help me. When you help people, people help others. That's just how we go. Let's do this real quick. Hold on, Mr. Let me do this. Online radio at its best. Okay. Uh, we're down to like uh, a few minutes left. So let's, our listeners who have been listening to for the past two hours, let's hear from them. Mr. Elias, man, you have something you want, anything. We'll sacrifice our final thoughts just to hear from our audience. Do you have anything you want to add to this before we close it down? Mr. Elias? Going once? Oh, he not talking? What? Well, I, well, listen, I don't know. Let me read some stuff that maybe you got. Let me read some stuff from some folks. Uh, Pastor Steve checked in. He said, peace and blessings, family. He says, where do I start? <laughs> There's so much to say. But since I love my brother, Jay, and sister Vanessa, I'm going to stay neutral. Pastor, that's not helping. He says, first we have, he said, first we had Ali versus Fraser, Jay and Miss Elias. Now we have Ali versus Foreman. Jay and Vanessa, and I love it. Be blessed, family. Pastor, that was not that was not helpful. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we have one from Carl from uh, Pasadena. He says, "Man, you guys are feisty in 2023." Yeah, you're right, Carl. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dwayne from Mobile, Alabama. He said, "Everything you guys said about the Santos is spot on." Um, Lamar from Luxie, Mississippi. He said, I agree with Miss Vanessa. The Dems need new leadership. Bumbling Biden needs to retire. Okay. Uh, Christine from New York says, y'all are crazy. I love this show. And then Teddy from North Carolina says, Jay and Mr. Elliott. He said, Jay and Mr. Elliott on the same page, on the same team. He said, stop the presses. Yeah, whatever, man. Stop being a hater. All right. So, um, Mr. Elias, do you have anything? Because I see you're alive, but you're not saying anything. Turn your mic on. Are you here, Mr. Elias? Hello, Mr. Elias. SOS for Mr. Elias. Yeah, I'm here, man. Um, okay, man. You want to read some stuff? 
Yeah, he said, he said Governor DeSantis practically begging about, uh, bragging about Florida being the place where black folks have woke and come to die. He says Florida has been Rosewood, has been, had the Rosewood massacre, Trayvon Martin, and others. He said, so I'm calling this uh, Governor Rock, uh, Rosewood DeSantis, is what he said. Mm. Whew. All right. Well, um, we have a few minutes before we get out of here. Uh, we're not going to have time for final thoughts. So I guess uh, <laughs> I guess we'll just say bye. <laughs> you know, i tell you something. I blame myself for this because like I said, on my birthday, I woke up that morning and I listened to like three J. Ryle shows in a row. And I was laughing my tail off. And now it's like it happened today. <laughs> Yeah, you done brought it back. You done brought it back, brother. It happened today. How do you like it? How do you like it? What is it? I love it. I love it. I mean, I loved it. It was, was, you know, it was hilarious. I mean, I was laughing. We were talking about. I have talked to to y'all all all the way to Galveston, Texas, on the water. Oh, good. Look, look yeah, great, uh-huh. and you be safe on your cruise, and um, smooches for you, and high fives to you, Bobby Joe. Yeah, I love you. Be safe, and do all the things you need to do. Yeah. Yeah, and I hope Bobby feels better. I hope Bobby feels better. Yeah. You we'll, know what? We'll, I'm we'll deal with you when you get back. He's kind of weak, but I got him. You got a heart. All right, well, we got to go. Bye, y'all. I come back strong. You come by this negative oh producer. I came back strong. Man. You know what? Yes, and I'll did. deal with you, too. Matter of fact, we, we may have to just have a special edition of the J. Ross show so I can get some of this stuff off my chest next week. All right, uh, Miss Elias, man. <laughs> I want to talk about y'all so bad, but I'm I, trying to stay within the comfort. Well, I tell you what, don't 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 threaten me with a good time. All right, Miss Elias, it's for Sunday, and we're talking somewhat serious stuff. What time is it, my friend? Oh, God. Bye, it's time for the serious side of the J. Ross show. Not this morning. All right, you guys be safe. God, whatever, Vanessa. God bless you all. Stay safe and stay tuned because I may have to do a special show because my lips are itching. All right, folks. God bless you. Take care. Have a wonderful work week. And like Mr. Elias said, if it is Sunday and we're talking halfway serious stuff, it is serious side. Take care. Be safe. We'll see you next week. Jesus Christ. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.